Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Morning, yeah. One of the big last staging posts really before the budget, summer economic statement for all, all those nerds who participate. Happy summer economic statement day. So, uh, yeah, it, this is when the two money ministers and Michael McGrath and Pascal don't know who they're going to be outlining basically what they expect to have to spend, what they think the surface is going to look like and what they expect that there will be a budget package of. And we've heard reports that the surface itself could be in the region of €10 billion, Euro, part of a wider surface of up to €65 billion out to 2026, which is obviously a positive thing, but it presents them with a number of headaches as well, mainly that they have to try and ramp in expectation and that every minister is going to, to have the, the bowl out, wanting more, wanting more, wanting to push for whatever particular thing that they want to do, and then all lobby groups as well. And it is hard to say, I'm sorry, we don't have the money when you're running a surplus close to 10 billion. Also, the fears involved being, for example, if you go and splash the cash and really splurge in this budget, that you are going to fuel inflation even further. And that inflation, which has started to come down ever so slowly over the last year since, since, since it ties in around 9, 10%, uh, that you suddenly bump that back up again and make things more difficult for people. And that's the opposite of what you're trying to do. So today, we'll get a bit of an outline of those figures and see where whereabouts we are ahead of Budget 24. Uh, looking at health initially, like one of the big talking points, and I might as well discuss it with you this morning, is free GP care for children aged six and seven to get the go-ahead this month. Does this come under the umbrella here, or is this one that was planned earlier? Well, that was money that had already been planned before and allocated in the budget. Really, the problem with that has been capacity, not necessarily money. It's been something that uh, the, the Minister Stephen Donnelly has said that he wants to, to put out, not just for the six and sevens, but also for children of a higher age than that. Uh, the pushback has been from GPs who say, quite simply, we're, we're swamped, we don't have the room, or if we're in a rural area, they're the only person. And that when you make something free, they believe there is a, an uptick in people who come somewhat understandably if your your child is something you're not quite sure is this is it GP worthy or can you kind of handle it yourself? If you have to pay 60 quid to go to the doctor, you might be leaning more inclined to say, well, actually, you know, we'll, we'll try and look after that unless it gets worse. Whereas if it's free, you're more likely to go to the GP. And a lot of GPs not taking any new patients on at the minute and just saying they don't have the capacity. So there's been a bit of a delay on that at the request of GPs. And we're still waiting on a, an exact timeline when that could start to be implemented. Obviously, it's something Stephen Donnelly would like to push further in this budget and I remember having the debate with him on budget day last year you know have you discussed this properly with the GPs where is the the capacity and the capacity hasn't changed massively in the last year you still have the issue of of quite a few of them retiring so that's going to be a big concern. So now as you gaze into your crystal ball uh, Sean where do you think they are going to hit uh, and hit quite hard I suppose really to to the benefit of uh, the general general population where do you think they're going to go? Oh, well, uh, there's a few different ways they could go, and where I think they go uh, go is down the route of certainly some more one-off payments in the way that we saw last year. Because one big thing you're going to hear is that, yes, we have all this money, but a huge amount of it is based on corporation tax, which is not reliable out into the future because of the changes that are happening internationally, because of some of the shocks that we've seen to big tech, and because... 
our corporation tax is so very heavily reliant on a, a very few companies. Uh, the, some of the bigger ones, the, the Googles, the Apples and others are paying a huge chunk. So if for some reason one of them was to up sticks and leave, we'd be left very exposed. And what that means is that ministers are not going to commit or going to try not to commit to spending that recurs every year. Hikes to social welfare, for example, while I think there will be a hike in social welfare, um, you know, you can't just suddenly put that up by €40, Euro, for example, because you have to find it every year no matter what the finances look like. So you would see one-off payments, I think, perhaps in the vein of the electricity credit, if, the, if, if electricity bills are still high, or other once-off uh, bonus social welfare payments, for example, maybe a, a second payment on top of the Christmas bonus. Then you look at some of the other core rates that they might put up, job seekers allowance, things like that. I think they're all going to get a rise as well. I think there'll be... Uh, a look at childcare. Certainly, Roger Gorman reported this morning is seeking to have the cost of childcare reduced by a further 25%. There has been some pushback on that from Fine Gael and from Leo Varadkar, who has sort of said, look, we have to see if we can actually fund this and have the money. And then the old reliable, the likes of housing and health. Uh, housing should have a fairly solid budget in around $4 billion. There might be moved to put some more capital money into that. The bigger question, I think, uh, along with the sort of old reliables that we go back to every year for the government, is there, there is sort of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity here with a forecasted budget of $65 billion to do something transformational, to do a sort of a legacy project, if you like, to be that a big generation in wind electricity and so in offshore wind, be it you know the metro or be it some other big public transport investment that you can do as a once-off spend that would really suit this corporation tax receipts. So the question is, do they lean into that and maybe look at some big project that maybe isn't in the NDP books or do they spread the money out a little bit more thinly? And also I expect you're going to see some sort of a, a wealth investment fund, a bit like the rainy day fund, but more for investing the government money created along the lines of the Norwegian model. Norway back in the 90s created this fund with money from oil and gas exploration. It's now worth, I think, something like a trillion or, or more than yep. a trillion euro. And so the seeds of that could be laid in this budget for Ireland. For and I hope they keep Ross Lair high on the radar as well. I'm going to leave it there for the moment, Sean. When will the picture become clearer as to what is likely to happen? So it's going to cabinet this morning and then I would expect early afternoon we'll see some sort of a, a press conference and then we can uh, dig into those figures like the nerds we are, Alan, and, uh, and bring people what's realistic and what's not. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.